Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk. Hi, this is Mark Miller with OWASP 24-7. This morning we're going to talk about a unique type of event that the New York chapters are putting on for OWASP. I've got uh, Tom Brennan here with me, who's head of the uh, the New York and New Jersey ta- chapters. Welcome again, Tom. Hi, uh, Mark, and hi, Ken. How are you guys? Doing good. Josh Sokol is calling in from Austin, Texas. Welcome again, Josh. Thank you, Mark. Ken Belva, who is a first-timer here. Ken, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Let's start off with the basic, guys. Tom, can you give us the 30-second view of what's this event we're talking about here that's coming up in New York? Sure, sure. So there's lots of innovation in information security, and we wanted to provide a platform for folks to kind of raise visibility for innovation and software security focused on open source. So what we did is we reached out to some people in New York City. Uh, We talked to uh, some folks over at FF Venture Capital and New York Seed, two well-known venture capital companies, and they've agreed to come to our chapter meeting uh, and basically listen to organizations pitch their open source technology uh, service or product uh, and be able to potentially make an investment as well as provide feedback to these organizations as to things they should be considering and things they should be doing as they try to build a business around open source. Josh, you're going to be uh, coming in for that event. Give me an idea here on what's going to be your participation here. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to be coming to the chapter to talk about Simple Risk, uh, which is a free open source risk management tool uh, licensed under MPL 2.0. So when I saw Tom uh, talking about this particular thing, I thought, wow, that's a really unique uh, innovation that I haven't seen any other chapter do. And so myself having a tool that is free, that is open source, but that also has this uh, you know, paid-for model around it, um, I decided that the chapter meeting would be a great place to kind of, uh, I guess, show it off. Ken, when you're here in the NYC chapter, what's your involvement? I help out uh, with basically some of the uh, chapter responsibilities, and um, I've had the opportunity, thankfully, to, uh, to present at a number of times over the years. Uh, and so when this uh, event came up and I was approached for it, I had an interesting idea for an open source product that I've been uh, starting to develop over the last uh, few months. And um, I said yes. Tom, one of the things that you've told me on the side is that you're really trying to push boundaries here as far as new funding methodologies about different ways that chapters can generate funding. Is this one of those things? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, OWASP is something I do in my spare time, and as everyone's a volunteer, we all have a really good time with it in the scope of the mission of raising visibility for software security. So in our, you know, in our day lives, we may be involved in investments or commercial ventures or even open source ventures. This is a great opportunity to sort of push those boundaries, see what's possible, and see if something like this can be leveraged long term or even at some of our up, up, upcoming AppSec conferences. Yeah, Josh, it also brings up the subject of the recent board vote on funding. Mm -hmm. How does this play into that? 
one of the things that the board recently decided is that um, all chapters and projects that have at least two uh, active chapter leaders or project leaders uh, will get $500 in funding on January 1st. And so the first thing that does is it helps all these kind of struggling OWASP projects who, you know, they want to buy things. They want to buy promotional products or they want to buy services. They need some graphic design. It helps to give them the money to actually fund those uh, initiatives. The board also voted that when a project reaches lab status, they get an additional $500. And then once they reach flagship status, they get an additional $1,000. So this, uh, the board basically voted to help to empower projects um, on this, uh, the OWASP platform and give them the money that they need in order to fund their endeavors. Josh, that, that brings up the other topic, too, of a different funding models. Like, there's different ways to go about this. Yeah, absolutely. So historically, um, OWASP projects have had very limited options. You know, they've had the option of grants, uh, which are kind of few and far between. Uh, and as a platform, OWASP says that we'll help the flagship projects to get grants. Um, so that kind of leaves the, the lower levels out. Um, we have sponsorships. So if a company decides they want to sponsor a particular project, they like that initiative, they can put money towards it. Uh, and then people can also allocate their membership funds when they become an OWASP member to a project of their choosing. So that's kind of the, the historical model. But I think that uh, this whole subject kind of breaches a, a whole new perhaps model around this, which is there's lots of open source tools that are out there that can still make money, even though they come from an altruistic uh, background, you know, even though they're giving away the tool, there's things like support services, there's hosting, uh, there's freemium models. Uh, and then in you know, the case of what Tom's working on, there's even venture capital funding for some of these projects. So there's all these new ways that a project can fund their efforts um, that kind of go beyond those historical funding models. You know, let's use this as a case study then. Ken, how does the project that you're working on here fit into the funding model? I am basically at the beginning of the process. And so, uh, you know, when Tom approached me and spoke to me about this, I thought it was a fantastic idea. It was pretty cutting edge. We've never really done anything like this before. And so I basically said yes. And, you know, with the, uh, the, the POC that I have, um, you know, put together some content around that. And I'm just going to go out there and see, you know, see what, uh, what kind of feedback I get. And hopefully they will see a business model they will like and invest in that. Tom, where is this going? What, how big could this potentially be? I'm, I'm really not sure. So from my personal side, um, you know, I, I have a few investments in different technologies. And most importantly, recently, I really enjoy Shark Tank, uh, you know, the TV show. And when I watch Shark Tank several times, I've noticed several different presentations around technology uh, that are all focused on commercial ventures. And I said, you know, this is a pretty interesting concept. I'd love to get Herjavec and those guys to get involved in OWASP in a bigger way. And AppSec uh, last year, 20, uh, 2015, uh, I had tried to reach out to some of those guys to see if we'd actually do a Shark Tank on stage. And it kind of, kind of fizzled out. It didn't really go anywhere. Um, so I tried to revive that sort of model at uh, an event here in New York City happens to be at Goldman Sachs, the largest you know, bank in the space, uh, and it's a really good opportunity to experiment. Uh, if it fails miserably, you know, we, we try it again. If, it, if it's successful, we try it again. It's one of those things that you know, chapters should never be afraid of experimentation. Um, just have in mind the guidelines that OWASP provides, and uh, if we're raising visibility for software security and teaching people, educating them, I think we all win. 
I'm a big fan of Shark Tank as well. And you know, I, I was happened to be watching it the other night, and there was a company on there that had a a password product, and the guys on Shark Tank just jumped all over it saying, you know, what are you guys doing uh, for security for this product? And, you know, the the people that were up there didn't have a good answer for that. And so, you know, it, it kind of tells me that these, these sharks, they're wise people. They're looking for products that are thinking about things like security. And, you know, they're, they're looking at the business opportunities around this space. I would personally love to host a show like this at an AppSec. Ken, what would, what would your idea be on that would you be up for that oh yeah sure i'd love to uh to, to replicate this and uh and do it again no question about that you know um one of the things that i find uh is really great about this kind of event is that it really pit, uh allows people that want to invest in this kind of space or are looking at this kind of space to actually meet the people that can actually do things in the space um because there are a lot of people that you know they may not be introduced to the right people, but if you're coming from a professional organization that have the right credentials and people know who the people are that uh, are going up there, um, and it's kind of like a, a vetting process in that sense, then it's guaranteed to kind of be a high-quality event on both sides. And so that's definitely one of the things that I like about it, and I'd love to see this repeated elsewhere. And it's kind of like Tom says, you know, you, you kind of experiment, you give it a shot, you see what happens, you know, and basically uh, whatever happens, you know, version two, uh, you know, you improve upon it and you keep moving forward. And so uh, you know, I, I'm really happy to participate in it and I'd love to do it again. Josh, yeah. how much are you going to ask for, Josh? <laughs> uh, you know, in all honesty, I, I'm not 100% sure. I, I have a number in mind, but uh, I'm not going to disclose at this point. Um, but I did want to say that it's important to note that none of the tools that are seeking funding uh, at this event are OWASP tools. Um, to my, the best of my knowledge, Zap is the only OWASP tool right now that has a full-time developer working on it. Um, Simon Bent um, is funded by the Mozilla Foundation, but that's something that I would really like to see change. Um, one of the issues that we have uh, with OWASP projects is we have a lot of work that needs to be done, but it's a volunteer effort, and that means that you know these people are spending 40 hours a week at their day job, and then they're going to try and make the world a better place by working on their OWASP projects. I think that's really important to try and encourage uh, new funding models like the venture capital thing, because that gives us a way to actually pay those people. You know, they, they, they may be doing this out of the goodness of their hearts, but they still have bills to pay and mouths to feed. And so this gives us a way to kind of get those people actively working on things that make this world a better place, um, while at the same time, you know, helping them to, to live. Tom, sitting in the uh, Mr. Wonderful seat, as you are. Is <laughs> what are you expecting the presentations to be? I mean, pick, give me a picture of what you're seeing happening here. Yeah, sure. So we provided uh, some guidance around a typical pitch deck, which is you know public data that everyone ever has gone for angel funding has probably seen. Um, but you know, there's a lot of organizations now that understand what the presentation needs to include. It needs to include not only how it solves a problem that's difficult to solve. Uh, perhaps what about the solution is uh, difficult to solve with detail, as well as perhaps the business plan of what the funding may be used for. I mean, there's a lot of great organizations out there, I can name 50 off the top of my head that are open source, that have gotten into position as market leaders because of their ability to collaborate with the community and grow a business. Uh, open source is not free, right? Open source takes money to maintain and people to develop, as Josh has mentioned. This is just another vehicle. Um, most recently, I've also had people come to the chapter and say, 
hey, I have a really fantastic idea to, you know, to change the world of software security, and I, and I need $100,000. How can I get that money from OWASP? And that's just currently not as our, it just currently isn't our model. Right now, if you, if you request money for a new OWASP project based on the current website and the current workflow, you can get $500 or $1,000. That's not changing anyone's life. So this is just an example to sort of figure out how we can um, do this in a much bigger way. And who knows? We might find some very interesting partnerships both on the East Coast, West Coast, and around the world. Yeah, and, and I would even say, Mark, and to your question earlier about how much I'm seeking, you know, I've been running Simple Risk for about three years now. I have customers all over the world that are using it. I'm actually making money off of it today. Um, but for me, uh, my, my uh, work on Simple Risk is done in you know, 10, 15, maybe 20 hours a week after my day job. My goal on this is to seek the amount of money that it would take for me to be able to focus full-time on this. And what that does is a couple things. One, it kind of you know, feeds the mouths, uh, you know, my family, and then it also makes sure that the, the community, the security community as a whole, has a tool that they can actively use that's being actively developed on, that bugs are getting fixed, that security issues are getting fixed, um, and it gives them that thing. And if we can kind of come together and say, here's a tool that everybody can use every, that works, here's a person that's willing to work on that tool, and then here's the company that sees that long-term vision and is willing to fund it, everybody wins. And I would like to see that model applied to more OWASP projects. Uh, Ken, I'm not clear on how the investor gets their money plus multiples back. Well, in my particular case, what I'm looking to do is put together a more of a freemium model. Basically, the, the component of it, which is uh, the not open source, would be where the investor gets their multiples back. But, you know, the idea is similar to whether it's, you know, Snort or Metasploit or Nessus, another one of these open source tools that has uh, a non-open source component. That's where the, uh, the investor is really investing in and uh, gets their multiple back. On the other side of the house, where it's uh, where it's free and it's open source and it's 100% open source, that's where the community really benefits because they get to contribute back. And the key is to make sure that, you know, similar to Snort or Metasploit, that the free version has enough value for the community that that they get interested in that as well. This is Josh. Uh, you know, I, I learned this kind of early on when I put it out there. It was just a tool that I had created. Uh, for myself to do risk management in my organization. I thought, well, you know, if I use this, maybe other people could find value in it. And so I released it out to the community. And then before I knew it, I had people coming to me asking, you know, can it do this? Or are you willing to host it for me? And all of a sudden, like, I, I never went into it with the idea that I was going to make money off of it. You know, in fact, I, my, my wife yelled at me. She's like, you're giving this stuff away for free. You know, what are you thinking? And then all of a sudden, I started making money off of it. So I think that, that there's no reason why somebody can't make money off of open source. I think the freemium model um, is one that there, there probably will be a debate around that with OWASP just because you're limiting functionality in order to you know, make money off of it. But there's plenty of other options. I know Simon, Simon in the past has talked about you know, a hosting service around Zap and something like that or you know, paid support. Those are definitely models that we could, uh, we could encourage projects to do. You know, I anticipate a vehement discussion when this idea comes up because there's so many people in OWASP that are absolutely opposed to any kind of money anywhere. And I'm wondering, Tom, how you're anticipating that. 
Um, I look forward to the debate. I'm, I'm definitely one that enjoys a uh, good debate conversation with people from different sides because that's the only way things get done. Um, if we even look at you know commercial organizations like your own, Sonotype has an open source repository and it also has commercial offerings. So they would also be qualified to be able to be part of this. Any organization that's going to leverage and raise visibility for software security and highlight some of the open source components, to me that's a qualifier. Again, this is our first our first shot at this. We had about nine different companies submit, and the companies that were picked were two that we're able to work with. Josh is a, is a firm company that's been around there for a little bit of time, and also a board member at OWA, so it kind of helps keep us on the rails. And Ken is a local New York City guy that's got some proven track record of success. So with that, I think we'll have a great meeting on December 7th. I hope to see tons of feedback from the audience, which is now over 300 people on the RSVP. hope to have great feedback from the, uh, from the angels. Uh, and in fact, if they do investment, that's even a plus-plus. But if nothing else, I think we'll all learn something, and we'll actually set the stage for our next event. This is Ken. I just want to say that no matter what happens, I think that there's a ton of value here bringing different groups together. I happen to catch the same Shark Tank episode that Josh was referring to earlier about the password uh, software that these guys were proposing, and they just got totally chewed up. I mean, it was not even close. They got totally basically bashed, and like they got kicked, kicked out, no deal. And so, you know, those, you were two guys who are not part of any community that I know of uh, made it to national television. And so why, why can't it be that people that have been around, been experts in the field that have done something, contributed back, why can't these people get the exposure that they need? And I think that this, is, this kind of event really can, uh, can do that for people. Help me visually here, Tom. Give me the format. Are they going to get 15 minutes? Uh, is it going to be... Three sharks just hammering them. What's the whole format of the thing? So the format for the show, as listed on the agenda for the upcoming meeting uh, on December 7th, is from 7 to 8 p.m. We're going to be asking the uh, two organizations, Simple Risk and Opcode 41, to stand on stage. We're literally going to flip a coin kind of dramatically to see who, which one's going to go first. And we're going to go down a format that's going to allow them to pitch their presentation to, a, uh, to uh, investors, as well as the 300 people in, in the audience. Uh, to describe what it does, how it does it, and what they're looking for from not only investment, not only on stage, but perhaps others in the room. Um, at the end of that, we'll be able to you know, get some feedback both from the angels as well as from the audience, and I think we'll have a very lively conversation before we move into our next presentation. There's three presentations uh, staged that night. And, and so in summary, the, um, the format is about 30 minutes per uh, organization, with probably about 15 minutes is what they should focus on. Nobody wants to die by PowerPoint, especially when you're asking for money. So we really want to focus on the highlights of how it solves problems, uh, multiples, what the monies might be used for, and really help illustrate to a lot of the developers in the room how a technology product built by developers, Ken and Josh, uh, can be leveraged in a business way. That's really the focus of trying to raise visibility for what we're doing at local chapter activities. Josh and Ken both, I'd be interested in how you are approaching the presentation. Are you going to go in with a demo or are you doing a straight pitch? What are you going to do, Josh? Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do both. Um, I have uh, some PowerPoint slides that outline kind of like what Tom talked about earlier, you know, where Simpworth came from, what, uh, 
what's the challenge that I intended to solve. I'm going to go in, I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, how I make money and, you know, the, the potential around that. Um, and then I'm going to show off the software. I'm going to show them the latest release of SimpleRisk. Here's how it works. Um, and, and just kind of give a demo of that. And, you know, in my mind, I, I'm conscious of the fact that there's 300 people from New York, uh, New Jersey businesses. They're, they're watching this. So, you know, to some extent, I'm pitching them as potential customers. But, the other side is there's two VCs up there that are looking at this as a potential for investment, uh, which you know helps uh, me to quit my day job and go and focus on Simpors full time. And then it's also you know just the the reminder of uh, as a whole how do we how do we fund projects and things like that. And so part of this is is setting an example for others as to you know how you can do this. Ken, how are you going to approach your presentation? Well, I've got some, uh, some good content via PowerPoint, and then uh, I will most likely not give a, uh, a demo. Uh, I've been thinking about it. My product is a scanner that does uh, basically credential checks for uh, Internet of Things. And so uh, basically I don't want to be arrested for hacking into something that's not my property and authenticating against something that's not my property. I'm going to show some screenshots of how it works. Um, I could potentially give a demo off something that's, you know, like localized on my machine, but it's not, and virtualized, but it's not enough. There are not enough devices on there to really have the impact that I would like. But um, I've done this now, at least one POC, so I'm thinking about, and it's not firm, I'm thinking about bringing someone up on stage uh, as kind of like, yeah, we did it. You know, we ran in the environment. It was great but I'm not sure exactly uh, what I'm going to do if I'm going to go that route or not. But hopefully um, it'll be something that has a little bit of dramatic impact to, uh, to basically uh, leave an impression. Uh, Tom, for people that can't make it, what's the recording facility going to be for this? Um, so we are not allowed to do any filming at Goldman Sachs uh, per the venue agreement. I will uh, reaffirm that with them as we continue to get closer and closer to the event location, uh, event date, that is. Uh, but I can certainly understand when they're going to give us a venue for free and it's at a facility that's involved in banking, they perhaps don't want to have you know, any uh, videotaping and things like that. So I understand, but I uh, would love to have these sort of things uh, videotaped in the future as an educational tool to show others on how they may want to go about this. That, that was another goal of mine. Well, thank you, guys. I'm looking forward to being there. Tom, I'm one of your 300. So I will definitely be there. Uh, Josh, looking forward to seeing you again. Ken, going to meet you there for the first time, I think. Yes. Sounds like a very exciting event to me. It's something I would want to participate in. I'm thinking, you know, you mentioned, you know, Sonotype's got a two on thing. Damn, can I go and pitch? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited about it. So congratulations. Let's see if we can get some people to the event, and then we'll start promoting it afterwards so that we can get other chapters to do it too. The nice thing about this event uh, being the last event of 2015 for the New York City chapter is this is also going to be our, you know, our after event, Raha. So not only will we have uh, some great new contents and new things to talk about, but certainly we'll be able to ring in the new year with good conversation about next year and what we're going to do next year for, for an agenda. And I hear Tom's buying drinks. There, 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 is a, uh, there is a sponsor for drinks. It won't be me, but there will be sponsors, absolutely. All right, guys. Good to talk to you. We'll see you on December 7th, 6 o'clock. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller, and music provided by the George Cole Quintet.
With support from the Nexus Community Project, supporting millions of open source developers worldwide. Additional support provided by CatScan from Proactive Risk.